What's up? This is episode 125, Ground Zero. This is what happens when you ask someone who's just started a product about how they are productive and how they're going to look like a year from now. Let's do it. One, two, three, let's go. Welcome to the Design Your Thinking Podcast, a show where we think, learn, and explore the product mindset so you can design better products every day. And now your host, Karthik. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I'm your host, Karthik, and this is the Design Your Thinking Podcast. Yes, we are doing the Ground Zero episode. Now, we are probably doing the fourth Ground Zero episode if you had to go by a number of episodes or the second interview in the Ground Zero series where I talk to uh, founders or product people who are uh, in the early days of developing their product in startups. And this is going to be fun. We started talking to Shay Howe back in episode 124 where he is actually developing a product called Lead Honestly along with his team and they started this doing this as a side project when he was working for another company. And today, he's on it full-time, and he has great plans. So today, we will continue this conversation with Shea Hao to talk about some of the usual things that gets ignored about how, how you manage productivity, how do you look at success, how do you look at failures, and the, the hard question, how do you look or how will you look a year from now? Not you, but your product. Let's do it. If you're someone who's listening to this episode before episode 124, I strongly urge you to pause this right now. Go back, listen to episode 124. You can do that by heading over to designyourthinking.com slash episode 124. But in case you are someone who is listening to this for the first time and you still insist no, I will listen to this before I listen to 1 to 4. Let me give you a quick introduction to our guest today. Our guest is a designer and front-end developer and has a passion for solving problems while building creative and intuitive products. He specializes in product design, interface development, and organizational leadership, areas in which he regularly writes and speaks about. Currently, he is a co-founder at Lead Honestly, helping managers build stronger relationships and actively engage with their employees. Elsewhere, he's a partner at Proda Ventures, co-founder at Chicago Camps, board member at Designation, and author of Learn to Code, HTML and CSS. All right, let's do this. Let's jump right back into this conversation that we started having with Shea Howe back in episode 124. We will start by talking about failures. What a way to begin. Let's do it. You kind of uh, em- embrace failure, let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. So um, when do you think from your experience of having worked with people and also building a product now, do you think the reason for that is more of a 
psychology thing i think it's psychology for sure but then is it something to do with social psychology or is it just personal uh risk taking failure and the appetite the appetite for failure for of that manager yeah it's uh, a good question um and i'm i honestly don't know that i'm too sure um you know i think failure is um depending on the organization it can be looked at a few different ways um and i think particularly in in, in a manager's shoes um you know failure on their team's part uh they may feel looks particularly bad on themselves mm-hmm. right uh be it to their peers or to more senior management um and that's something uh instinctively i think that emotion can kick in where it's like avoid at all cost mm-hmm. um but i think it takes a pretty strong manager to take a closer look at that and say uh you know i i'm willing to take some short term pain for these long term gains um mm-hmm. and those long term gains being uh that the employees sincerely learn from their own mistakes right right um and um being told what to do versus doing something wrong and learning from it um you know the way we learn it is so much stronger and strengthened in that that process um <clears throat> so i i it's, i i believe it's a bit of all of the above if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, yeah i think it's emotional i think it's psychological i think it's you know all of the above yeah the reason i asked that was uh, simply because if it is of the second kind then probably a tool like what you're doing uh, what you're building is going to lend a helping hand because it become it lends itself to the social proof thing right mm-hmm. look i have i've done my job and and because of that uh, i mean having done that uh, you know i'm allowing my people to fail and learn from the failures where whereas opposed to not having any tool <laughs> the manager is left to fend for himself socially yeah <clears throat> yep and uh, you know a lot of the questions sorry um a lot of the questions are are geared around that of um helping both the the employee and the manager to get a better sense of um you know their own emotional intelligence their own self awareness um you know we'll, we'll ask questions like uh you know as a manager please tell me uh something you dislike about my management style uh or how can i help you as an employee get the feedback you're looking for right mm-hmm. to help you grow and learn um you know a lot of those questions are are around the support between the relationship of that that manager and employee too which right. are really interesting right totally great i mean shay this is getting getting pretty fun i mean i i really like topics related to um you know relationships and uh yeah. and what you guys are doing so, so you know, let let me you know draw the focus light back to you for a moment here we talked about okay. failure we talked about your product and all of that you know shay as a person how do you look at failure uh i don't mind it you know um i uh i have failed a number of times um I you know I think I've rebounded uh better faster stronger each and every time um and you know I've significantly learned from them mm-hmm. um you know it's 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 never comfortable right in that moment mm-hmm. uh and it's always a little difficult but I I'm a pretty firm believer <clears throat> um if you're uncomfortable there's a very high probability you're actually growing in that process too right and um that that idea of comfort is when laziness can creep in um you know where you can just uh follow some of the status quo um and i think atrophy could fall into place there too mm-hmm. so 
I don't mind failing. I don't mind being uncomfortable. Um, and those, you know, it's, it's certainly not, uh, instinctive or natural that I've gotten to this place. It's taken some time. Um, but I, I would say I'm very comfortable with that today. Nice. I'm sure. So uh, you, you kind of, I mean, I was like, I have your LinkedIn profile in front of me open right now. You, you've done so many different kinds of roles <laughs> in a short time. And, uh, I don't know. You've been what a developer, You've been a VP of mm -hmm. product. You've co-founded a couple of companies, and you run a design meetup, and yeah. you're running a conference now. So, I, I I don't know what 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 to say at this point. But then, just curious, how does your mind work? And you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe let's just talk about that for a moment. What, what do you think? The moment you see a problem, how does your mind work? How does she think? Those those are trade secrets. I can't tell you that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, honestly, it's, um, you know, there's, um, I, I, you know, if I could describe myself, I would, I, you know, I would take away that of designer engineer. Um, I would just say problem solver. Um, I really, uh, I enjoy solving problems. I enjoy helping other people solve their own problems. Um, and those could be problems that are, uh, both related to products, but also related to, um, you know, relationships, um, feel like, uh, growing, learning, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> any kind of challenge there within, um, I, I really gravitate towards, um, <clears throat> and in fact, like I spent two hours yesterday, <laughs> um, talking to a company who has a product around lost and found. Um, mm. it, it is not like, uh, an area or space I thought, um, that could quote unquote be disrupted or, or change too much. Mm -hmm. Um, but the way they're thinking about lost and found and some of the problems that are within, uh, it's incredible. <clears throat> and I think there's, there's that opportunity all across the board to, to, to really dig into some of this. Um, I think, uh, I believe it was Marty Kagan who said, um, uh, the idea of innovation isn't necessarily, uh, solving an entirely new problem. Uh, it's taking what is just now possible to solve existing problems because what is just now possible is continually changing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I really like that idea. Um, that of which even some of, um, you know, the problems we have today and the solutions we have today, that's going to continually change. <clears throat> and that's, that's, that's based and fundamental off of what is possible is going to continually change. Right. Um, so being able to kind of try to watch that and take part in it um, is is very enjoyable to me. That's nice. So you know, uh, another way of you know understanding the details of how a person thinks, they say, and I'm told, is to understand how they how the typical day works. So how does your typical day look, <clears throat> you know, on a weekday? Yeah, uh, a typical day. Uh, I you know I. I am a morning person. Uh, I have not always been a morning person, but um, <clears throat> it was that of, you know, everything I read, everything everyone told me was um, your mornings are your, you're going to be your most productive time of day. Mm -hmm. um, so a few years ago, I just started setting alarm and waking up uh, increasingly earlier, uh, you know, every month um, to a point to where, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty successful morning person. Uh, I will wake up early and I will get a few hours of work done um, before I even leave the house. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, those hours between, um, call it six to nine, if you will, mm -hmm. um, 
get a ton done. From nine to noon, uh, usually there's a handful of meetings in there. It's catching up on some emails, some calls or the like, um, and working that in, um, grabbing a lunch, uh, afternoons, uh, maybe either, uh, depending on what it is, it might be a mix of meetings, calls, uh, and kind of continuation of the morning, or it's, um, it's a block of time to get a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and think about, um, you know, a given problem or, uh, perhaps continuing the work I did earlier in the morning, uh, and, and focusing on it and being a, a bit more strategic and planning, um, if you will, during those times, mm-hmm. uh, afternoons, uh, or excuse me, evenings, um, Depends. Depends on the day. Uh, sometimes there's a meetup um, or uh, a meeting of sorts uh, with someone else who you know is working throughout the day. Um, <clears throat> but that's a more, I would say, of a probably social time, uh, being with family and friends. And uh, then most days, uh, I try and end by reading for a good hour or so. Um, not every day I get to do that, but I would say um, a good five days a week, uh, I'll spend a good hour. Uh, right before bed reading so it's nice uh, yeah and some exercise in between there i love to ride my bike uh so i spent a lot of time doing that so nice um kind of varies but yeah that'd be that'd be the average day what kind of reading do you do uh predominantly non-fiction um yeah uh actually if you go to uh my website uh com forward slash reading you can see a bunch of my favorite books um because I get, I get asked often what am I reading or what my favorite books are. So uh, I started just posting them all there. Nice. I'll definitely have a link to that in the show notes. Awesome. So, um, so talking about productivity, you said you're like most productive in the morning. So how do you really manage to stay productive through the day? Because one of the things I've, I've seen with myself, I've tried doing this. I, I'm a night person. I kind of end up staying up as late as possible because I can get stuff done like like I'm yep. on Red Bull <laughs> in the night. But then in the mornings, <laughs> if I even if if I try to do uh, what you said, I don't know. I mean, it, it sometimes gets... I, I start to lose out that steam and energy as the day progresses. So how do you really manage to stay productive, especially where you need to sit through meetings and stuff like that? Yep. Um, I, like, I am not good at multitasking. That's not... Uh, that's not my forte. Um, but, uh, I'm not bad at working on a lot of different things either. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think what's important for me is, uh, blocking and tackling inside of that. So, uh, when I am focused on something, uh, I am turning off all of my notifications. I'm not checking my email, I'm putting my phone away and I'm sincerely concentrating on that. Um, and I'm motivated around the idea of making progress, right? Uh, and as I continue to see progress, uh, my energy stays pretty high. Um, so I might work on something and, and know that I have uh, only a short window of time to actually make some progress here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, that pressure actually helps get some things done. Um, but I know once that comes, uh, you know, I, I have to switch gears, right? I can jump into a meeting uh, or start talking about something else, be it a different project or the like. Um, and I give it all my attention. Again, going back to that of mm-hmm. what's the progress we're trying to make at this moment um, and not letting that be uh, disrupted or interrupted by uh, letting my mind trail off somewhere else uh, and staying true to that. Um, I think that that idea of, of really sincerely being on top of what you're doing at any given moment um, and paying attention to it goes a long way. 
Um, yeah. I'm not a, I've turned off almost all notifications on my phone. Uh, I don't use like badges of accounts. Uh, mm-hmm. even like my email client on my computer, um, like doesn't alert me when I get new emails. Um, you know, if something is sincerely urgent, I believe <laughs> they'll find me. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, it's, uh, it's learning to focus. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. So you are actively involved in multiple things like, you know, organizing meetups, running conferences, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How do you yeah. keep track of all these different things that you do? And do you really have some way of measuring progress through all of this? Yeah. Yep. Um, so I, and I guess like it, it's, it's important to be clear. Like I don't do these alone either. Um, I have amazing, uh, support and friends and, and, and people around me that help do a lot of this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, lead, honestly, I mentioned Darby Darby, uh, plays a very key role in, in ensuring that there's success there. Um, with the conference, um, there's a Russ and Brad who are both deep in the weeds of this, helping drive this as well as a handful of volunteers that really help us get this stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, as I'm able to do a lot, it's not that I do it alone by any means. Um, uh, sincerely, it's, you know, most of my success is driven by those around me, um, which is great. Uh, in measuring success on this stuff, um, it's a really interesting question. Uh, there are KPIs tied to a lot of this stuff. So, um, uh, key progress indicators. So, uh, for lead, honestly, you know, we're, we're obviously paying attention to, uh, new signups, uh, we're paying attention to churn. Um, but at this stage, we're not necessarily too focused on that. Um, we're probably more concerned about the actual product and churning. Uh, what is the response rates uh, coming back from employees to the questions? Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at some of the engagement there. Um, for the events, you know, it's uh, are we selling tickets? Uh, how does that look? What's the attendance of this? Uh, how does some of the feedback come in from, from the different events running? Um, and Amongst all of that, and I guess like over across all of it, um, and this one's, this one's a little cheesy perhaps, but uh, it's my overall happiness, right? Like, uh, am I happy? Am I proud of the work I'm doing? Uh, and despite perhaps even failing in some of it, um, if I'm learning, if I'm growing uh, and enjoying that process, that's okay, right? I, I don't necessarily mind that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that, that kind of, I think, loops back to uh, being comfortable with failure, right? Right. Uh, progress and uh, to me could be just learning. So uh, kind of understanding what that is, if that makes sense. Sweet. So if there is one thing that I had to pick and ask you why you are successful, what would it be? Yeah, I'll go back to um, the people around me. 100%. Uh, Community has been, it's, um, you know, it has opened some tremendous doors for me in terms of, uh, you know, full-time work opportunities. Um, you know, the only reason, uh, you know, prototypes process and play the conferences together is because I met Russ Unger uh, organizing a, a meetup group uh, and speaking at conferences, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It's that community aspect. Um, the only reason I got to work at a venture capital firm and subsequently go on to work at Belly and a handful of wonderful product organizations uh, was from someone else I met at the conference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the community aspect has been uh, tremendous in terms of identifying uh, where I've had the most success. Beautiful. Nice. So we've 
we kind of talked about a lot of different things here. So let's end with what we kind of started here. So you we started talking about what you guys are doing at uh, Lead Honestly. So what is so if I had to kind of do a time travel, maybe um, do a back to the future thing here and say mm-hmm. one year from now, what would what would you your product look like? Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a wonderful question. Um, it's one I think quite a bit about. Um, I think at that point we have, um, <clears throat> we've expanded the product a bit in terms of its actual offering. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, we talked loosely about this idea of, um, how do you take notes? How do you create action items or follow-ups? Mm-hmm. I think we, uh, in a year that that's addressed, uh, we've solved that. Um, I think we've taken a closer look at different integrations we could do, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I mentioned it all works over email today, but that's not to say that it shouldn't work over Slack uh, or another communication tool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, the idea of scheduling meetings, right? So doing some calendar integrations and saying, uh, you know, if you're scheduling your meetings in Google Calendar, um, you know, we should be able to reflect that in our system, sure that we're syncing up when we're sending questions to your employees tied to any of the meetings that may be rescheduled or the alike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's that. Uh, I think there's a deeper side of um, what does the onboarding experience look like mm-hmm. uh, as we add these features. I think it's important to kind of holistically keep an eye on what that looks like and what um, each individual user journey is through that, be it either uh, a manager or employee. Um, and I hope in a year's time we're, 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 we're focused and putting a bit more effort behind the actual sales and operations side. Um, we're deep into the product today, and that's that's right where we need to be. Um, and we have enough feedback loops to ensure that we're making right decisions there. Um, but at some point, um, we do want to scale, we do want to grow and, uh, do so more aggressively. Uh, and I think in a year's time, that's, we'll, we'll be in a pretty good position to do that. Nice. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a big list you have. And, uh, wish you really, <laughs> really good luck with, uh, a lot of what you're doing at lead, honestly, oh, Shay. I think it's been a wonderful chat. Where can people find you and Lead Honestly after they finish running, walking, driving, whatever they're doing? At this point? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find Lead Honestly at leadhonestly.com. Uh, and you can find me at, at shayhow.com uh, or honestly shayhow pretty much on any social network. So uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, GitHub, uh, you name it. Nice. I'll have the links to... All of those links, uh, all of those places in the show notes. Thank you so much, Shay. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, wish you great luck with what you're on to. Absolutely, yeah. And thank you so much for having me. This has been really fun. All right. I hope you've been listening to this very carefully. I really enjoyed having this conversation with Shay Howe. The entire conversation can be found across this episode and the last one, episode 124. But in episode 125, which is this one, the one part that really stuck out to me is when Shay talked about uh, when he quoted Marty Kagan, I believe, where he talks, talks about innovation and how you can actually go about solving problems today by taking what's known and, and trying to apply them on existing problems. I really like that. And I was trying to search if it was indeed Marty Kagan who said this because I seem to have heard this in the past as well. So in case you bump into it, do let me know. Of the many things that uh, Shay and I talked about, one thing that really stood out to me is his passion for this whole space of relationships and specifically relationships at work, specifically about the relationship that an employee and a manager shares. And I think 
that is what is important if you have to really be uh, getting onto a side project full time and building the product as a full time startup. So take a moment to think about yourself. What are you passionate about? It could be at work. It could be outside of work. What is that you're passionate about? Pick that. Start working on it. And as you continue to build it, you will start to realize if it's something that you want to take full time or not. And of course, I really like the fact that Shay found himself a co-founder. And if you can, I think that's the best thing to do. Because you always need someone to bounce off your ideas and get feedback and keep yourself generally your morale up because it's it's a hard thing. Running your own startup is hard. So take a moment to see who you can pair up with and build this product or service that you want to build. All right, that's all I have for today. If you liked listening to this episode, I truly would appreciate if you could take a moment to leave me a rating and review in the iTunes store. Yes, it means a lot. Like you, there are several others who are probably not aware of this podcast. And I really want them to take advantage of these conversations. I would really appreciate if you could head over to designyourthinking.com slash iTunes. It actually takes just a minute, just over a minute and a few seconds. Once you're in there, you'll, be, you'll see a button called View in iTunes. Just click that button. It will take you, it'll open iTunes and it'll take you to the podcast page on iTunes. Right there, once you, once you are in iTunes, you'll find a place, a, a small tab there called Rating and Reviews. Just click on the tab, Ratings and Reviews. Once you do that, it will ask you to write a review. There's a small button called Write a Review. Click that button and please leave uh, your true review. I would really appreciate if it's a good one. And if it's a five star, I truly would appreciate you. Leave your Twitter handle or something that I can reach back to you and thank you in person. And please hit subscribe button right there in the top left. Just click that subscribe button so you don't miss out on the future episodes that will come out. And I have some exciting guests lined up that I'm sure you're going to start loving and gaining a lot of learning from. Thank you so much again for listening in. And if you're someone who is interested in making products and side projects, I really want to invite you personally to DYT Insider. That's my newsletter program. I really want you to get in. Once you head over to designyourthinking.com slash insider, you'll be asked to enter your first name and your email address. Do that. And I would look forward to seeing you with 5,000 more people in having these interesting conversations about products and making them as side projects. How cool is that? At least I think it's very cool and so do my subscribers think. So please join the program, join the tribe. We will have a community opening up very soon and I just don't want you to miss out. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until I see you with the next episode, stay tuned, stay inspired. Keep crushing, my friend. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Design Your Thinking podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter at www.designyourthinking.com. 